On the premiere of Express Yourself with Marlon, CJ known as CJ Dotson, one of three survivors of the Lester Street Massacre that happened March 2nd, 2008 here in Memphis, Tennessee, where four adults and two children were brutally murdered by Jesse Dotson. He opens up about what he remembered from the night everything happened, his grief process, and more. So take me back to what you remember from the night it happened. Actually, I remember everything from each thing, everything happened from the beginning to the end. I know everything. So, which All right. If you come, would take me from the beginning. Well, well, nothing really going on until like later on the night when it started raining, and then it started thundering and shit. So like. Basically, I heard some gunshots. I was in the room with my brothers and them. I was in the room. I heard gunshots. I heard gunshots. I heard boom, 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 boom. So I'm thinking that's fireworks and shit. On them outside, you know, showing outside. So the whole time, the whole time, the whole time, I'm thinking. You need time proof. You know, you need a little time. You know, let us know.
it came back with a plastic bag, a garbage bag, and another book tonight. Then I heard my brothers in there screaming, crying over that room, just basically hollering. So, and then, and then after that, he went back in the kitchen for the fourth time, came back with another item. My brother had to use the restroom. He let my brother use the restroom. Then he did. And then my brother sat in there with me for about like, I wanna say, three, four, five minutes. Then he was like, he was tired. And then when he went, he was like, he wanted to go to sleep. He went in the room to my stuck his ass in his back. And he faced him, he fell on the floor. Face down. And then after that, he went back in the kitchen. I don't know what he was doing, because at that point, he was already done with me, you see what I'm saying? So, like, he was dressing me. And then, okay, now let me get to this part. So, my mama came in after that. My mama came in. She was shocked. She was like, she was like, Junior, what happened? Ooh, 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 ooh. All the whole time he got a gun in there, and he don't want to be it all. And then, when she seen that, she was like, she ain't want to die. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He was like, he ain't going to kill her. Then she tell him where his keys at and his phone and stuff. And she was like, she don't know. She was like, she, she, was like, she don't know. But she didn't know. So your mom wasn't at home at the time? No, she was at, at the house the whole time. She was just in the, in the back, in, in the room. We got like on the other side of the house. That was a whole nother, like it's like, see how the house made? Like section off. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Cause they got the biggest room in there, so that was really like a family room. Yeah, cause the biggest room always be at the back. Yeah, and they had a little chimney. We're a fireplace. Yeah, so she came back there. She was giving my um my baby, my little sister a bath. She was newborn at the time. She was on her like I wanna say two months. Yeah, like two months. But yeah, so yeah, and then um she came in there, she was big for her life. She was like, she ain't wanna die. He was like, he ain't wanna kill her. He was like, you wanna kill her if he told her where the phone, what the keys was. And he asked her some other shit. But I couldn't really catch on because I was dozing off at the time. So I was losing blood, trying to hold this shit in. And I'm fine, I'm trying to hear everything. So boom, after he said, after he said what he said, he shot her, shot her in the back of the head when I saw her on the floor. So then after that, that's when I thought it was gone. Yeah. So I was like, I was gonna play dead. I woke up, I woke up, I woke up with more cuts and shit on my body and shit. I was like, damn, what the fuck, my finger bleeding, all type of shit. I did think it right here, did I broke. So, like, that's what I remember from that night. Then the Pope, the Amnon, the fireman, whatever the hell it was, walking in, thinking I was dead. But the 
whole time I was alive because I got up and walked around. How long was you in the tub? They say they say forty eight hours, but shit, mm, he ain't feel like it. Just was like a date to me, because it was just beginning a new day. Because that was like later on, like the beginning of a new morning. Just when Hamlet came. Yeah, might as well say that shit. I don't know, cause how they, I don't know. See, I can't really say, cause how they said it on the recording the first forty eight hours. I just, you know, I don't know, cause it was still raining. The same, same. It was looking the same. How old were you at the time? I was nine. Nine. I remember you stayed, you know, before we started filming that you had another surgery. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that surgery. Mm-hmm. If you, <laughs> you want to look that surgery, it's just funny to me because, like, <laughs> I really want to go through this shit. Like, okay, so it happened when I was young, right, and I already had had surgery. So the only reason why I was going back to surgery because my face was, my um, face was coming swollen. So one side of my face was, and my nose problem was. So, like the whole side of my face was swollen. And this side was too, but it shit. It was cause I had a, a metal plate in my head and they took it out and they put a titanium mushroom. That's what, that's what it's called, titanium mushroom. And when I when I cut like when I first went in, I was telling my the girl that I was with at the time that I didn't want to do it. I was like, she was like, you gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? If you want, you know, heal and shit. So I was like, I was like, hell no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Cause I just didn't want to do it. Cause like. I was already high and I was already thinking about it. I was like, bro, I don't want to feel that effect, that after effect. Yeah, especially when you already went through it when you was young. Like, bro, when I felt that after effect, like going to surgery, you know, you got your gown on, they make you take your clothes off, put your gown on. So I put my gown on. Bro, I think it was around, shit, I want to say, it was like morning time still. So they got done. Got done within what, two hours. But like, okay, so this is done. So they was like I had died. They had brought me back to like, you know, I lost a lot of blood, but they had, they was putting blood in me. And then, you know, giving me all type of um, fluids and shit. Your passage? No, I did loosen it. Yeah, that's what I mean, your recent series. Yeah, your recent series. So, boom, that's another reason. Like, when I woke up, y'all, I was blind for about three days. I couldn't see. I was, I was crying as much shit. I remember when I gave y'all something, but I was crying. I was like, I can't see the whole time. My people next to me telling me everything gonna be all right. You're gonna gain your sight back. It's just, you just got out of surgery. I was like, hell no, nah, I can't see, like it's literally, like my eyesight, I was, my eyes were open, but everything was, 
very like you, know, you can't see a clear picture. It's like they telling you you gonna yeah. get your sight back, but you like I want my sight back. Yeah, Like, my uncle is not my dad. 
I mean, look, clear up any room that you want yeah, to clear up. That shit, that, that shit, that's dead. Like, I might look like that nigga when I'm mad, but as far as that, I, I don't put that in my head. But, for me, yeah, you got to really get on my skin, but for me, in order to get, like, not get to that point, I be meditating. Thinking of something positive. Or I'll play with my child or get on the video game or something. You know what I'm saying? So keep my mind focused on going back to what they think, you know. Because basically what I'm trying to do is keep going and not look back. I can't, I can't keep going by looking back. It just, it just ain't me, you feel me? Even though I hear a lot of this and this and this and people asking me questions, hey, what do it? I'm still gonna do me when they when that question get answered here. Just I motivate myself to keep going. I don't look back. I don't let them. Yeah. So what motivates you to keep going? Cause I know, especially you know the things you saw when you was nine, and I know those thoughts now. You know it. You know it causes you know lack of motivation. You know grief, depression is normal though. Son, he definitely keep me going. That's my number one motivation right there. And then my daddy, because without him, I wouldn't be able to do half the things that I'm doing right now. If it wasn't for him, I'm teaching you know, And then I want to say, Sometimes I do make the wrong shit, not all the time. I mean, it's life. It's life. But yeah, so, that's basically it. No, no chairs grandma, because grandma gone. Hey, that's a different story. Yeah. Witness to that. And you stated a few times that you know you got a little one. Tell me about it. No, I ain't bad as hell. <laughs> Just because 
you go on to talk to somebody about your problem, that don't mean that, 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 that they ain't gonna go tell your problem to the next person. See, that's how I was thinking. I was like, damn. So this person heard my side of the story, they gonna go tell the next person. So I was telling my grandma, I was like, damn, why every time I come here, this person comes to asking me about my past. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't like when people just consistently. Like every time I come to you, you, you asking me about the science. Like, why you don't ask me what do I do this week? Don't ask me about something that happened a long time ago. I don't want to hear about that. Like, I feel like they trying to get something to come around and tell the whole world and come up with their own little, you know, their own little story and blase, blase. But hey, I just feel like they're just trying to be in the nigga bitch. That's why I don't do this shit. If I, if I read it, if I want to talk to somebody, I write in my journal book. I write in a notebook. I write in my phone. Cause if I need talking to somebody, I gotta be able to really, really, really trust somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like deep down, like, nigga, like I'm telling you, this nigga, I've been mean, out here. This come from nobody. You know? Now if you want to stay between y'all, yeah. which. Which is, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that, but you know what, if they're, you know with anybody, you gotta build trust before, before you open up to them. Before we leave, what advice would you give to someone that went through something similar to what you went through or seen something similar, you know? What advice would you get at If they're on the verge of giving up or ending it? Because depression and, you know, grief, it, it give those thoughts to, you know, end your life. So what advice would you give them? You got to, you know, Going, you got to whatever you want to accomplish. You got to push yourself to you know get through it, basically. And if you want you want something, you know you got to work for it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be out here begging and leeching because it's not gonna get you nowhere. Yeah. You're right, cause it ain't gonna come to you. Exactly. Well, bro, well, bro, I appreciate you for coming on the show, telling your story. You just don't know your story helped. You know, your story just helped a lot of people because what you went through, that's, you know, powerful. And you just gave somebody the strength, you know, to keep going and never give up. And, you know, it's rumors out there, you know, people creating go fake GoFundMe accounts, you know, in his name, pretending they him, they fake pages, cash outs. But the link of his official GoFundMe account will be posted in the caption, so if anybody out there is willing to help or donate, and I've also seen comments of people reaching out wanting to help him, but they don't know the real him. So this is real GoFundMe account, and the link will be in the caption to anybody that's willing to donate and help him out. He's a single father, trying to raise his son, and trying to do better in life. And you know, telling his story to help encourage people because you know he has a purpose, and, if he didn't have a purpose, he wouldn't have survived. So he have a purpose in life, and he have a story to tell. So if anybody out there see any fake GoFundMe accounts that isn't organized by CJ, report it as fraud.